Welcome to the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I am your host, Jay Nixon, and this show is all about disruption, inspiration, and transformation. My purpose and passion behind doing this show is to give you information, resources, and knowledge to help you move to the next level of life, to help you live that life of abundance and awesomeness that I know that you desire and I know you deserve. And so what we're going to do with each and every episode is bring you an action-packed, detailed-oriented, systematic approach to living your best life. Now, today's episode is sponsored by Thrive Elite Greens. Thrive Elite Greens is the best-tasting, most electrifying, immune-boosting supplement on the market today. I use it every single day to break my fast. One serving provides you with 12 to 15 servings of fruits and vegetables. And if you're anything like me, you don't even get close to the amount of fruits and veggies that you need on a daily basis. All you have to do is go to thriveforeverfit.com, click the shop button, scroll down. You'll see the Elite Greens along with all the other supplements that I offer. I promise you it is delicious, nutritious, and amazing for your body and your immune system as a whole. We're coming into that time of year, that season where people start to get a little down in the dumps with their immune systems, sicknesses, and illnesses, and all of those things. So do everything you can to fortify that with the nutrients you need to make yourself as healthy as you can possibly be. All right, guys, let's get to the show. What diet are you on now? That phrase has been said probably 1 trillion or whatever the number bigger than a trillion is times since the beginning of time. It's the most ridiculous statement that I can think of for a couple of reasons. And today we're going to talk about why that is. I want you to think about something really quick. And that's what today's episode is going to do. It is hopefully going to make you think about the word diet differently and food differently for that matter. I want you to just pause really quick and listen to the next sentence that comes out of my mouth. Eating unhealthy has become so common that when someone starts eating healthy, it's instantly labeled a diet. Now, how crazy is that? If someone simply says, oh, hey, what do you eat? And they're like, oh, well, I eat, you know, I eat, you know, proteins, you know, healthy proteins, good fats, um, some really smart, you know, intelligent, healthy carbohydrates. They're like, oh, what, what's, what diet is that? Well, that's not a diet, bro. That's like life. That's what we should all be eating. Nobody ever says like, oh, hey, what, what diet are you on? Well, I go to McDonald's and I go to you know, Taco Bell and I eat potato chips and bagged foods and all that. That's considered commonality in the world that we live in. Somebody is always, we have to label everything, like the paleo diet. No, that's simply just eating like an intelligent human being. The Mediterranean diet, you just like fish and shit, homie. Like there's, that's not a diet. It's like we have to proclaim veganism and vegetarianism and carnivorism and all of those things. Those aren't diets. Those are just intelligent ways of eating. But most of us are so delusional in our way of thinking when it comes to food that we deem anything that is healthy a diet. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't that be the norm and the other way around? Like if you eat bagged, processed, chemicalized, food 
or fake food substances, for lack of a better term. Like, I don't even know if you guys know this, but like when you go to a, they did a study on this a while back. When you go to a place like the sandwich shops, like they've, they did studies on the bread that they use and it's not even bread. They've chemicalized it so that that shit doesn't go bad. So that that shit doesn't spoil. Have you ever had like, remember when you were a kid and you got that real like wonder bread shit that was so soft, it would stick to the roof of your mouth. Remember how quickly that stuff would start to mold when you put it in the pantry? Think about the bread that these sandwich shops use that they have for a week, probably even longer if we really knew where that shit was coming from. Most of them aren't baking it fresh there. I may say some of them do bake fresh daily bullshit. You might bake a couple loaves, right? But most of them, they're getting that shit from Corpo somewhere. What is that? How can it last that long? Same thing goes for hamburger buns and hot dog buns that you get at these fast food restaurants. All the food that you're getting at these fast food restaurants, even down to the French fries, have been chemicalized. They've got shit in them and on them that allows them to have a, a think about this, pause really quick. Have you ever had a basic ass French fry that your mama made, right? And I say mama because I'm from the South and mama used to make French fries at home. You know what she did? She got a white ass russet potato cut that damn thing up, threw it in some peanut grease or something on top of the stove, and that was a French fry. Have you ever tasted that versus the taste of the, the French fries you get when you go to Mickey D's? Whatever the other, um, I was gonna say Long John Silver. You probably get fries at Long John Silver. I haven't eaten there so long, you probably do. Have you tasted the difference in those fries versus the fries you get at a fast food restaurant? Not even the same. We're talking about two different things. That French fry mom made tasted like shit. Tasted like a just a basic ass russet potato that had been fried in some grease. But that was a potato. That was a French fry. The things you're eating in the restaurants have chemicals on them and, and all kinds of God only knows what to make them crispy. And oh my God, that burst of flavor in your mouth. That, that basic ass russet potato didn't burst anywhere. It was boring. You had to put more ketchup on that thing than you, there was more, it was the ketchup to potato ratio was so crazy because you had to try to dilute the taste of that weak ass potato. I'm making a joke about that, but think about it. What diet are you on? I'm just simply eating healthy. Like I had a salad for lunch. That's not a diet. But if somebody gets, eats a damn salad more than two days in a row, they are deemed on some kind of diet. And I wasn't making fun of people a while ago when I said, what, you know, we have to proclaim veganism and vegetarianism and I'm on the, the carnivore diet. No, you just like steaks, bro. You just like meat. You don't have to call it anything. You just like to eat meat. And the, the flip side, if you, you just like veggies, like you don't, it doesn't, have, why does it need to be anything? And why does it have to be a, a proclamation of like, this is who I put it on my Instagram profile. I'm hundred percent vegan. Awesome. But, but see, that's the necessity of the world we live in today, because if you don't proclaim that, then I don't even know what it means. Like, do you even eat, right? If I don't put on there that I like, I'm a carnivore. I don't even know what I'm, I eat a bite, a shitload of steak. I eat a lot of avocados. I eat fish. I eat some veggies. I don't even know what I got to come up with a name for that, evidently. Can it just be eating like a civilized, intelligent human being?
But if you stop eating nonsense, the world we live in today proclaims that you must be on a diet. And can you see why this, the broken system ha is, is, has our mental processes when it comes to food fractured? Why we're confused and overwhelmed and out of control with food? Because we deem anything that's healthy as diet food. When did that happen? If you really think about it, it's our, our grandparents' grandparents just ate food. Like they just ain't real. I mean, even the, the homemade biscuits that my grandmother made had like two or three ingredients in them, right? If you look, if you can, you go to look on the back of a biscuit in a damn store, that thing will have like 17 ingredients in it. So we've just changed the way we, they've changed our definition and our view of what food really is. I mean, they didn't eat out of boxes and bags and, and things that lasted on shelves for, for generations. So even, even if we did eat more sweets than we probably should be eating, right? Even if we did do that, we wouldn't be in the places and spaces that we are today, but because it's all predicated on this influx of fake food. None of us are even eating real food anymore. Everything is processed and bagged and chemicalized and made in the laboratory and has this additive and that additive and this preservative. And now even the animals that we're, that we're eating have these weird things that they're being ingested with. And it, hey, vegetarians and vegans, don't think you're off the hook. Your veggies are being inundated with these chemicals to make them drought resistant and bug resistant and make them grow big and tall. And like, I grew up on a farm. Like we had, we grew corn, we grew potatoes and we grew squash and okra and all kind of stuff. And I'm telling you, I've never seen food in the, but the food we used to get from that garden did not look like the food you get in the stores now. These big ass pieces of corn or these tomatoes that are the size of your head and the, they're perfectly colored. I mean, these things were bugs that nibbled on them a little bit. They were kind of brown on this side because the sun was hitting them a little too hard. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like if you grew up on any kind of farm, you've ever seen that happen. Like that's not the shit you're getting in the store. That shit has been processed and chemicalized and protected so that it can show up in the store and be gorgeous because we're this society of people. Well, if that apple is not perfect, I won't eat it or I won't buy it. But back to the diet and the delusionalism, probably not a word, but it should be, the delusionalism that we're living in right now about food and what it is. I had a client come in on Saturday and she said, Jay, why is sugar not classified as a narcotic? And I said, it's a very good question. It actually should be. There's actually even enough data to show that the physiological and the psychological effects that sugar has on the body and the brain are vastly in the same vein as a lot of quote unquote illegal drugs. And so if you don't think you're addicted to that white powdery substance that everything on the planet is made from these days, well, then you're crazy. Right, and it could be the it could be the sugar effect in your brain, but if you think about it, eating unhealthy is so common, it's our norm that when someone starts to eat healthy, and by healthy I mean has a salad, eats a piece of meat or fish or chicken 
and, and has uh, some vegetables with it and maybe a little bit of avocado and a little bit of pepper and, and sea salt. Like that is a diet dish now. That's crazy. That's not a diet dish. That's just food, right? If so if in today's world, if something's not covered in sauces and doesn't have something fried or baked or bready or, you know, nacho cheese infused, whatever, then it's a diet food. So wouldn't things just be different? Let me ask you a quick question. What if we just changed our perspective? What if we just changed the way we thought about food and we stopped this delusional thinking that that plate of food I just described is a diet food, is a diet plate? And what if we just got started thinking like that's normal food and everything else is a diet? It's just a really unhealthy diet like that. That overload of fast food, that overload of boxed and bagged and processed food. That's the diet. It's just a really shitty one. So most Americans are on a diet. It just happens to be one that is killing them on a daily basis. And those people that have decided that they don't want to be on that train should not be looked at as the dieters or the people that are the crazy ones. You're actually the ones that are making really healthy, positive, powerful decisions about your life. So we've got to change our way of thinking. We've got to get out of this dieter's mentality and this dieter's delusion that eating good, nutritious, notice the word I use is there, nutritious. Like the things that most of you guys are consuming are not nutritious at all. The things that most of you guys consuming aren't even food, they're fake foods. And I'm talking right down to the potato chips. If you look at these labels, the food that you're eating, and listen, I'm not saying, I'm not advocating for don't enjoy your life and don't have those treats and things of that nature. But what I'm saying, when that makes up 90% of your intake, you're the one on the diet. It's just a crappy diet. It's a diet filled with disease state explosions. I said to this client the other day, the one that came and talked about the sugar, and I said, if they put a moratorium on our ability to eat sugar for six months, six months to a year, they said, hey, no sugar. Nobody can, nobody can make anything with sugar in it. You can't have sugar. And I'm not talking about naturally occurring. Let's don't get crazy and I'll fall off the chair. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about all the copious amounts of nonsense of sugar that we're in, ingesting on a daily basis. If we just stop that and we get, and we... God, yeah, I'm gonna use a crazy word. And we we encouraged people to eat real food for six months to a year. You would watch weights come down drastically. You would see obesity start to decline. You would see heart disease. You'd see diabetes. You'd see cancer. You'd see all of these disease states starts to plummet. That is how closely tied sugar and poor nutritional health are tied to these disease states. But you're never going to see a commercial about that. You're never going to hear anybody tell you, hey, stop eating all that freaking sugar. The people that you listen to anyway. Your doctor's probably not even going to tell you because he's addicted or she's addicted to sugar. And they're going to proclaim, hey, you need to go on a diet. 
Isn't that what your doctor would tell you? Hey, you need to go on a diet. Really? What, what does that mean? Right? And so that's where the craziness has got. And like you guys have heard me say this a billion times, the health, wellness, and the quote unquote diet industry is a $5 trillion industry, guys. And we've labeled things like just eating like a civilized human being, having, you know, fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds, good quality proteins, fats, healthy fats. We've, we've deemed that and we've had to label that diets. And we put crazy names on them like paleo and um, gosh, I mean, I'm just, just with blank, but we, you know, we got the paleo diet, we have the Atkins diet, the ketogenic diet, the carnivore diet, the, you know, I mean, we can name it. We've just, we have to throw a label and put the diet word after it to get people to pay attention to it. See, the word diet in and of itself is just a marketer's dream because all you have to do is throw the word diet on anything. It could be on a food product. It could be on a supplement. It could be on a book. It could be, you know, the next doctor who's tired of really practicing medicine. So he comes out as this nutritional guru, even though doctors take about an hour and a half of nutritional classes when they're in college or when they're getting their, their, their doctor's degree. They come out and they're just, you know, look at, look at Dr. Oz who, you know, Jesus, I mean, that dude's so far off the reservation. I mean, he, I don't even know if he can come back now, but that's what, it's just a, it's just a marketing term. The diet word is simply a marketing term used to fool and trick you into thinking that eating whole, real, nutritious, intelligent food is somehow abnormal. And that if you want to lose weight, that you've got to follow this diet. You know, all you have to do to lose weight is just start to think differently. I know that sounds crazy, but if you don't start to think differently about food, then nothing you do is going to be sustainable. If you view eating intelligently, right? Eating smart carbohydrates in a, in a smart volume, eating good, healthy fats in a smart volume, eating good, high quality proteins in a smart volume and quantity. If you view that as a diet, then you will never have long-term success. And I do not say that to hurt your feelings, to derail you or make you think that you're not going to be, you know, it just is what it is. Because what's going to happen is if you don't start to view that as like just normal eating, then you're always going to fall back to that quote unquote unhealthy diet that everybody else is on that you've been on for years, eating out of boxes and bags and all of those things. And so that's going to be the revolving circle. And you're going to be part of the $5 trillion roller coaster for the rest of your life. So if you really want to get off that ride, you've got to start to start using different language. You're not on a diet. Like what I do in the Thrive Forever Fit program, I do not I do not say the word diet word, and I encourage my clients to never use the D word. When somebody says, hey, what diet are you on? I, I encourage them to say, I'm not on a diet. I'm actually eating for a healthy lifestyle. I'm eating to be healthy and fit for the rest of my life because it's not a diet. See, the delusion is that you need to be on a diet to lose weight. And again, that goes back to the marketing and the, the billions and billions and billions of people who have tried diets and failed. They failed because it's a failing. The word is designed to fail you. But if you just started eating for a healthy life and you consider this to be your lifestyle, well, that's, that's not a failing formula. 
that's something you can sustain forever just based on the way that it's designed. It's why I named my business what I named it, the Thrive Forever Fit program, right? Everything I do, the Thrive Forever Fit show, because we have to start doing things that are forever for us. And diets aren't sustainable and they're not maintainable. But eating healthy, very maintainable, very sustainable, right? It's all about the way you think about that. So I'm going to leave you with that, that first statement that I made because it's so powerful. Eating unhealthy is so common that when someone starts to eat healthy, it's instantly labeled a diet. How crazy is that, guys? Crazy. If you're ready for support, if you're ready for some real, honest, actual help in with support and accountability and, and maybe retraining and relearning how to eat healthy for the rest of your life, I'd highly suggest joining my Thrive Forever Fit program. Simple, go to thriveforeverfit.com. It's my website. Hit coaching. You'll see all the different various options you can use to work with me. I promise you, life-changing. We've got a few clients that over the last year have lost over 100 and something pounds. One of them has lost 126 pounds. People are having amazing results. It's because they've dropped the D word from their life. They've dropped the dieters mentality. They're no longer living in that delusional world that they're going to do something for 30 days, 42 days, 60 days, and they're going to get this massive result that's going to be life-changing. And they're going to go back to doing things the way they used to do them and everything's going to be different. It won't be. The only way things will be different is if you start to do things differently, consistently and committedly for the rest of your life to a point where it becomes normal. It becomes normal to eat healthy food. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. People are pretty, you probably, you probably fell down or drove off the road. You're like, this guy's insane. What is he talking about? But that's where we are. And that's where we got to get out of. So love you guys. Hope this changed your perspective on the D word and your perspective on food just in general, because until we do that, until we change the way we think and speak and act around and about food, nothing's going to change for us. So my desire is that you start thinking differently so that you can start living differently. All right. Love you. See you next week.